0: Wow, so I'm really excited about today's Unfiltered Podcast. This is going to be all about the Better Man event. Now, the Better Man event, it's coming up November 7th, and this is a, a magnificent opportunity for dudes to kind of be able to sharpen iron against iron, right? And today we're going to talk to the founder of the Better Man event, Brian Buckley. I'm excited about this as this is on my heart as well. So, dude, good to be talking to you. OB. How are you, my friend? my brother. My brother. Hey, so uh, I appreciate you allowing me to kind of eat up a little bit of your time here as you, sir, have been using your powers of influence for some really good stuff, man, for the greater good. And after all, uh, we always look at these superhero movies, right? And you wonder if you had if you had power, would you use it for the good or would you use it for the bad? Can you tell us why you started the Better Man event?
1: Absolutely, Obi. I started it because I was reading a book called Halftime by Bob Buford, and it was all about success to significance. And I have been in the insurance industry for quite a while at that time, and I was being successful, but it really was kind of empty. It was not where I was able to be significant. So I was looking at how can I be significant in people that I love uh, and people that I don't even know. So I was able to go to a meeting at our church one night and uh, they were asking, "Where do you want to serve in the next ministry season?" And I thought, "Well, I tell you what—I don't want to do. I don't want to do men's ministry because men are—we're flaky. <laughs> we do not. <laughs> we do not do well in circumstances when other people are involved. We we tend to isolate. We tend to love to just be by ourselves.
0: Ain't that the truth?" I said, well,
1: yeah, I, I said, "I want to do youth." And I felt this compelling truth within me that was saying, don't do youth, but really step up and impact the lives of men. And that's pretty much how I listened to that small, soft voice inside of me that said, become a part of impacting the lives of men. And that's how the Better Man event was birthed in 2005.
0: So, so I want to I want to dive into that, okay? Because I, I so I had a similar experience where I heard that small yet super powerful voice uh, that kind of told me to get Sons of Thunder started. Now, now, now I, I want to dive back into what you did last year because the Better Man event. For people who figured it out for the first time, they were like, "Hey, wait a minute! This was this thing that went down at UCF that I could that that it was sold out. I couldn't even get a, a ticket that night because it was sold out." Um, let, yeah. let's yeah, let's talk about that.
1: Okay. Well, that was <laughs> that was year 15, and uh, we started in year one at 40, and we built up to UCF last year at just under 8,000 guys. <laughs> That's crazy. <And> Obi, <laughs> you can't get five guys together if you planned it for two weeks and had a lot of money. It's still tough to get five guys together. So absolutely had no idea. Other than the absolute grace of God that you can pull 8,000 men together on one night in Saturday, on a Saturday in April. And it's just unbelievable how it all came together. And what's crazy is that the night before, I thought, oh, we screwed up. We have 1,200 empty seats, and we're looking at a $93,000 loss. Wow. And I'm like, wow, maybe I screwed up and maybe I did not do the right thing. And come to find out that the next day at UCF is the black and gold game. And uh, all those guys that were at that game at 2 o'clock after the game came over to my event at the basketball arena at 6 o'clock. Because Mackenzie Melton was our keynote, and they all wanted to hear Mackenzie's story.
0: Yeah, he had just gotten injured.
1: Yeah, for the first time he told his story after that injury uh, where he almost lost his leg to amputation during that football game with USF.
0: Now, Brian, uh, let's dive into that because this better man. First of all, the the when when you say when you say forty guys, you know it, it had to start somewhere, and it had to start with an individual who said, you know what, guys, we we can be better individuals. We can be better uh, men at work. You know, leaders at work. We can be better in our in our uh, home spaces. So so you you started that, and then to to build it up to this point where fifteen years later you you sell out a crowd, eight thousand people. You bring on probably one of the hottest quarterbacks in college football in that season. And you get, how did you get him to talk about this? Because I can imagine anybody who gets injured, that's not an easy conversation to want to have.
1: Yeah. His mom is the most sweetest lady you'll ever meet, but she was very protective over McKenzie and said, Hey, we're not going to allow you to tell your story to the news, to ESPN, uh, to the newspaper. We want to protect him. And it was such a great thing that they did. But basically, I had breakfast with Mackenzie and a good friend of ours, John Evans, and we basically made him feel comfortable that this was going to be done with honor and with dignity and with respect. And I cannot tell you the crazy story that happened. Do you want to hear the crazy story that happened? Please. Oh, my gosh. The guy that put the hit on KZ McKenzie is a guy by the name of Uh, Mazzy Wilkins, and he went to USF. He was the linebacker that hit him. I called Mazzy, who was having death threats against him because of the hit, social bullied because of the hit. And I said, Mazzy, would you ever consider coming out to UCF at my event? And would you be willing to go on stage and reconcile with McKenzie? He says, that would be my honor. And I asked (laughs) McKenzie the same thing. So the guys that came to the event did not know that Mazzy was going to be there. So I had the MC say, "Mackenzie, you've lost pretty much your opportunity to win the Heisman. You've lost pretty much your opportunity to potentially uh, play football again. You may not walk normal again. What would you say if you ever saw Mazzy Wilkins again? And then the MC said, hold that thought. Let's welcome out. Mazzy Wilkins.
0: Oh my God.
1: Dude. So this is the guy who you
0: injured you.
1: <laughs> yes. And uh, he knew that he was going to walk out, but the rest of the crowd didn't. So they said, Hey, we are warriors. Uh, Mackenzie doesn't hold any ill will towards Mazzy. And they basically, we prayed over them. We prayed for their healing. We prayed for their careers. Mazzy now plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As a linebacker. And the greatest thing is that McKenzie may be ready, just about ready. He's put so much effort into um, rehabilitation. Yeah. He may be playing for UCF this year. I saw that. (laughs) We're just so excited. And ESPN found out about this meeting on our stage and they showed up.
0: Brian, I, I just, uh, again, I want to give you kudos, though, because that, that that's ballsy, you know, to not only have the quarterback who's injured and, you know, to try to convince him, hey, listen, we're, we're, we're here to honor you and to wrap our arms around you in like a manly love, like a hero. Uh. But we're also going to bring out the guy who injured you, who potentially could have put you out of football. Uh, what, what I think is great is that I went, I went back, and, and I had a chance to, to, to watch some of that. And uh, it is interesting to hear even Milton say, hey, listen, that, that's our job. Our, we, we train for this. We train to, to, to hit each other hard. So, no, I, I don't hate this guy. And uh, to, for that to happen in front of 8,000 grown men, uh, I think that was so powerful.
1: It was a great moment. Great moment. But one of a few because we had Evander Holyfield that night. Oh yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) We talked about when Tyson bit his ear and we said, Evander, what'd you do? What'd you think? He goes, well, I went to my corner, my ear was bleeding and we said, what'd you want to do? He goes, well, I wanted to bite his ear back. He said, but I actually prayed in the corner. And, um, I just felt not to do that after praying. And you know what, Brian? I'm really glad I did that because I got $35 million that <laughs> night. Oh, <laughs> wow.
0: For not being
1: disqualified. Wow, That uh, was a great moment. And well, then another moment, bro, was when uh, Jonathan Cain from the rock band Journey was singing Don't Stop Believin', the song that he wrote for that rock band. And we had Brian Head Welch from the rock band Korn up there as well. And they were jamming to Don't Stop Believin'. It
0: was an amazing night. Again, Brian, I'm I'm going to pay you this compliment, brother. You've you've provided a stage where the impossible ha- happens. You've got guys uh, reconciling relationship from two opposing teams, uh, and especially after a, a crazy injury like that. You know, you've got Evander Holyfield talking about a conversation that probably even me as a as a professional interviewer. I would never ask Evander that question just because I I would hate for him to get upset at me and walk out of the interview. And there you created a space where he talked about it. And then, of course, Journey and Corn. I mean, come on. Those those two would never be on the same ticket at a festival, ever.
1: Yeah, it was a great night. But my my favorite speaker I haven't even mentioned yet last year, and I want to talk about this year, though, too, but real quick is... is, Anthony Thompson, who you may not know, Anthony is the uh, pastor of Myra Thompson, is his wife. She was leading the Bible study, Obi, in Charleston, South Carolina, five, six years ago, when that crazy man walked in and shot up the Bible study. Myra, his wife, was leading the Bible study. And we had a theme come out of last year's event. The whole theme was Forgiveness. So Anthony was speaking to us about his story, which included three days after his wife was murdered, he was in a bond hearing with Dylan Roof, who was the white supremacist who shot up those nine wonderful people. And he said to Dylan, I'm a Christian and I forgive you for what you did. Whoa. So we as men, I struggle with unforgiveness. We struggle with unforgiveness. And here's Anthony telling us from the stage how we can be better, better men by allowing forgiveness to be a part of our story. And what an example that he would forgive a man that shot his wife to death three days after it happened. Oh, my gosh. It's just mind-blowing well and and i'll tell you what you know as you're talking to
0: me about this i'm like yeah because because you know me as a man my inner feelings would be like oh 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 man that guy's gonna get every bit of the wrath that i could bring upon him (laughs) you know and 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 then here you have men making the hardest because what i'm thinking that's the easiest decision the hardest decision is for that forgiveness and uh, wow, man, so, crazy stories. And all that is to lead up, I mean, because you even had the, the you know, the, the founder of Hobby Lobby on your stage. Um, all this excites me as we have the Better Man event 2020
1: right here upon us. Yes, we do. We were supposed to have it at a bigger arena and jam 10 to 12,000 guys in that arena. And then as we all know, COVID hit and that's not possible. So we did pivot, and now we're bringing the event to guys. We're bringing it to their homes, to their businesses, and to their churches. So, Obi, unbelievable. What we have now is 22 states that are getting the Better Man event. We have 12 countries that are getting the Better Man event. And it never would have happened if this terrible thing called COVID didn't happen so there is a silver lining in this covid cloud and it's allowing us to take the betterment event from central florida and take it to the world.
0: Yeah, you know, uh Brian, I I don't like to get cheesy. Like what one of the one of the biggest things about me is I I do not like to get cheesy, but this is 100%. This is when people say, "Oh, God's working. God's you know, this is exactly what that means." Is where we thought where we thought, you know, that big 12,000-person arena, where we thought we weren't going to be able to do that. Now, I mean, now we're looking at a world stage. Who who could have written these details except for God?
1: That's so right. That's so right. We thought we had it all figured out. We're just going to be in arenas and stadiums, and we're going boom, boom. And that's heavy work, Obi. This, with the live stream, it's lighter work. It's something where we're encouraging men, to get their buddies together on Saturday, November 7th, and break bread together. Uh, We have a partnership with Four Rivers so they can get their special reduced pricing Four Rivers uh, delivered right to their home. And we want them to break bread together for dinner and then watch the event from 7 to 9 p.m. So we would so encourage guys to be a part of it because we have the only major league baseball player to be inducted into the hall of fame with a hundred percent unanimous vote is the new york yankees closer mariano rivera mariano rivera will be with us on saturday november 7th um what's exciting is that the guy that looked up to him in the dugout was a guy that was not making the right choices and his name was Daryl strawberry Daryl Strawberry is going to be with us on Saturday, November 7th.
0: And, and, so and we that, have that's going to be an interesting story because I remember I looked up to Daryl Strawberry. I had his baseball cards. And then, of course, he had what a, a lot of great men go through. Sometimes you fall.
1: You fall. And he was in the crack houses. And his uh, story about that is so compelling because now he's taking that drug addiction issues that he was faced with. And now he's opening up addiction centers himself. He's now giving back to the people that need him the most. Wow. And he's ministering all over the country. Uh, he's doing an amazing job. His life has totally changed around. So Daryl Strawberry's is going to be with us, Mariano Rivera. And then we have hip hop Grammy award winning artist, Lecrae. So Lecrae is going to be with us. He has over 2 million followers on Twitter and Facebook. He's just a real voice right now in this divided country in which we live in. So he's going to have amazing things to say. Uh, Lecrae will be there. He will be jamming out some hip-hop tunes as well. Uh, And then we have our comedian. So we always start with a comedian. Uh, It kind of puts the guys at ease. This is not a church service, Obi, as you know. This is the furthest thing from church you'll ever experience. It's a guy's night yeah it's testosterone filled man it 's energy it's excitement it's it's out of this world so uh we're going to have Johnny w start as our comedian and he will make you pee on yourself.
0: It's so funny. <laughs> uh, hopefully you're not peeing on yourself in front of all your boys <laughs> <laughs> while you're eating Four Rivers. Uh, but, yeah, you, you know, I, I do like that you bring that up, that it's not a church service, man. This, this is really an opportunity for us dudes to kind of get together and be like, okay, listen, you know, there's highs, there's lows in life, and here you have these 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 celebrities that are, that are telling their stories, and I love how you mixed it up, I mean, especially with Lecrae. Like, I, I didn't say anything while you were talking about him because I personally— I'm a huge fan of Lecrae, his work, what he's done out there for the youth, and people just, you know, just wondering, you know, what what type of life am I trying to live? And and Lecrae puts it out there so beautifully. And then you've got this comedian. So I I I, I love this smorgasbord, this variety that you're giving everybody.
1: Yeah, it's it's going to be a great night. It's only two hours, so it's going to be like a uh, movie, and um, it's going to be. Just an amazing night because what you've got is you've got the uh, nonstop speaking, but it's going to be, it's kind of like a Jimmy Fallon show. So it's not like speaker after speaker after speaker. There's going to be things with uh, in between the speakers and guys really relate. One time we did a survey and 94% of the guys gave it four and five stars. So guys, they are going to have the best time that night on November 7th.
0: Cool beans. All right. So as we wrap this puppy up, Brian, again, I, I appreciate the fact, too, because let, let me tell y'all as you're listening that I, I've wanted to be a part of Better Man for a very long time. Even as we started Sons of Thunder, I was like, oh, Better Man, this is this is right up the, the alley of, uh, of what Sons of Thunder is doing. And you guys have been doing it for a lot longer. And then you asked me to host and I about fainted. Uh, because I wanted involvement. We are so
1: pumped. <laughs> I, we are so I, pumped I, that you're going to be with us that night. Well, bro.
0: I wanted involvement. I didn't know it was going to be like this, and I'm just so humbled. And let me tell you, buddy, I, I'm, I'm training for this like a, like a boxer training for a fight.
1: <laughs> well, listen, I am so happy you're going to be with us, and I want all the guys that listen to your show to be with us as well. So what they need to do is to go to bettermanevent.com, bettermanevent.com, And click on become a host site. Now, listen, it's big bucks. That's the only problem, Obi. I'm sorry about this, but it's $10. $10 (laughs) will get you. $10 will get you the live stream right into your house or your uh, man cave. And then basically you're going to be able to see the show, experience the show right in your own. Now, here's what's available if you want to let your audience know this. You can see the show live. So if you go to bettermanevent.com, there's a few tickets left. You can check out the show live at First Baptist Orlando. So either way, be a host site or see it live. Don't miss it on November 7th.
0: Brian, you're the man. I love where your heart is. I love what you're doing for fellas out there who, who, who need it. We need it.
1: I'm looking forward to seeing everyone there. It's going to be a great night.
0: Yeah, thank you again.